0: Hey friends, I am so excited to have you back today. Happy New Year. I cannot believe we have another year ahead of us, another year to make our goals happen. And I know that today's guest is so excited about what the next year is going to bring for her and her business. Hannah has been a student of mine, both inside of the prep, and then she transitioned into the mastermind this previous round. And the success that she has had has been so powerful to watch her grow, to watch her business pivot, to watch her believe in herself and trust the process. Even when the process or the path is not always clear, even when it feels like an uphill battle. Hannah is somebody who continues to show up and put in the work and I am so excited for you to hear her story, to hear all about her business, what she is super passionate about helping her clients with and the progression that she has had from going from somebody who dreamt about being able to be at home with her girls, to making that a reality, to saying goodbye to the nine to five job and to following her passions and offering something to her clients that she is super passionate about. It just shines through when she talks about it. The work that she does is incredible. So I'm so excited for you to hear all about Hannah, her business and her experience inside the CEO Society Mastermind. So without further ado, let's dive in. Let's go meet Hannah. Each week, I'll be sharing business strategy, systems, and tactical tips that you can take into your business today so you can finally step into that CEO role you desire. Let's dive on into the show. Before we dive into this week's episode, I want to just take a moment to say where the heck did 2022 go if you're ever feeling anything like me you're like where did this year go I didn't get anything that I wanted to accomplish and you are looking forward to a new year new slate new you my husband is probably secretly laughing over the fact that I use that cliche saying but it is so true there is something about a new year starting where you feel so energized and motivated to tackle the year strong to have all those goals and all the those things that you set for yourself for the previous year really come to life. But my question to you is, is anything different from where you were last year? What is going to be the thing that's actually going to make it so that your goals don't just collect dust in your notebook, on your journals, and actually come to life? I am so excited to share that the doors to the CEO Society Mastermind are officially open again, and we are accepting applications for our Winter 2023 cohort. I launched this mastermind in July of 2022, and I was so excited to bring this type of container to my community and let me tell you, I have been blown away by the results that the women inside of this round of the mastermind are achieving. And I have just been so humbled and honored to walk alongside them and to share in their successes and their wins. We have seen so much growth come out of just A few short months of working together and we still have some time left together but I am so excited to offer this opportunity to you if you are somebody who is looking for not only the momentum and the strategy and the action plans to make your goals come to life but you really want to have a solid community around you to support you hold you accountable and to make sure that it actually happens and it's not just something that you'll say next year well I wish I would have done this then I invite you to apply to be a part of the CEO Society Mastermind. This has become one of my favorite programs to launch and to have people come inside because we keep it super tight knit super exclusive so that we can actually get under the hood of each person's business, that you don't feel like you're just a number, that you're just a part of another course, that nobody cares about the success of your business. I truly pour my heart and soul into this because I want the success for you. I want you to make your goals a reality just as much, if not more, than you do. The women that we had a part of the previous round are just blowing my mind with the results that they've had and I know the impact that this will continue to have on their business even after the fact and I know that this is something that I would be remiss if I didn't invite you to apply. So if you have been looking for a way to grow and scale your business but you're not really sure what to do, you feel like you don't know what to do when it comes to raising your rates, to refining your packages, to launching any passive products for your business so that you can not work all the hours, if you want those solid foundational systems so that your business can work in the background and you can actually shut down your laptop at the end of the day and feel like your business is going to survive and thrive, then you need to apply to be a part of the CEO Society mastermind. This is application only and we are accepting applications through the middle of January. So I would encourage you to apply now because once our spots fill up, those spots are gone. We do not keep this open for everybody to come into. We keep this small and once spots are filled, we are going to shut down the doors and not accept any more applications. I had so many people who were bummed that they missed out on the last round and they wanted to make sure that they join. So we have people who are already applying. So I would not delay. You can go check out all the information on what's included in the mastermind, who it's for, if this is a right fit for you, and then you can apply as well. So head to aubreymalek.com forward slash CEO society mastermind. That's all one word, and I will link it in the show notes for you as well. But if you feel like this is a right fit, if you have been waiting for the doors to open and you want to apply, just head to aubreymalek.com forward slash apply and you just fill out that quick form. And then we will get back to you within 24 to 48 hours to take those next steps to see if this is a right fit for you. If you have been looking for a sign, if you have been looking for a chance to grow and scale your business, definitely apply. I am so excited to welcome all the new members inside and to really kick off the year 2023 with a bang inside of our CEO Society Mastermind. All right, let's go ahead and dive on into the show. Hey, Hannah, welcome to the podcast. I'm so excited to have you on today. So I want to give everybody a chance to get to know who is Hannah. So just give us a little bit of your backstory. Tell us about you, your family, all that good stuff. Okay.
1: Well, I am Hannah and um, my husband and I have been together for a very long time. And we have always had this idea of how we were going to like build a life together. And um, I'm currently living a completely different dream than I ever thought I would. And I'm loving it. I, we never pictured that I would be able to work from home and be with my kids all the time. And now I am. And um, that all started from like having multiple jobs that never really quite fit. Um, They never really felt right. They never really seemed like they would um, lead to anything fulfilling emotionally and mentally. Um, They always seemed like golden and shiny when I started out. And then um, things would kind of fizzle. And just feel off. So um, we had our first baby and I started to feel like I needed to make a change so that um, they could be, you know, happy and also be able to spend time with my family and build the life that we actually wanted to live rather than this idea of what we thought we would want. So, yeah. So I looked at my husband one day and I was like, I need to make a change. And here I am. I found Aubrey. I found you. And my life changed this this year. And I'm so excited of where my business is going and the changes I've made so far.
0: One thing that I love about you, Hannah, is that even when things feel like uncertain or like the path is not completely known, which is what a lot of people want. They want to to be like, okay, I know exactly where this job is going to take me and where it's going to go. Or if I take this, um, this new adventure, like where it will go. And I, what I love about you is that even though the paths that you have been on, and particularly with this, starting this business in the beginning, and even like to this day, sometimes still feels like a little unknown or you don't have those next right steps. Like you are willing to put yourself in uncomfortable situations to get to the things that you know that you want, which is being at home with your family, raising your girls, and also being fulfilled in what you do. Because I know your background, um, correct me if I'm wrong, but you went to design school, right? That was kind of what you what you did out of yeah, high school? Yeah. So
1: I went right out of high school. I started fashion school, actually, fashion design. Um, and it was one of those things where my parents were like, well, don't you want to do like a junior college and try everything out? And I was like, no, this is what I'm going to do for the rest of my life. And, um, a year and a half later, that wasn't the case anymore. And I loved the design aspect. I loved all my design classes. I loved being creative and not going to school to like study in tons of books. I was going, I was, I, I mean, in school we produced a fashion show and. I loved that creative side of me. Um, but since I didn't love fashion, I just left. And right after I left fashion school, I went to be a personal trainer at a gym. And, um, then I worked in some retail for a while and then I worked at a theme park and, um, and then I worked as a 911 dispatcher, um, which is kind of where I ended up and thought that I would end up forever. Um, but I was uncomfortable. I wasn't in love with it. It was. It felt like this is stable and this will make me money for the rest of my life, but I won't. Over time, I realized I was not going to be happy there forever.
0: Right. I mean, that's that's a super taxing job in and of itself. Yeah.
1: And as soon as I had my first baby, I was like, I can't handle some of these calls anymore. It was always fine. And, and I, I wouldn't say easy, but like I said, it's not easy. It's not an easy job, but it was easy to handle with mentally. But as soon as I had my first daughter, I could I calls would wreck me.
0: Yeah. And I think you bring up a, a really great point about it's It's something that I see, you know, and I mean, my parents aren't that old, but with with maybe our parents generation or generations in the past where. It was you get a job and no matter how bad you hate it, no matter how much your life sucks, like as long as you are bringing home the money and you're putting food on the table and like you have a stable job, like you just don't complain. You just do that because that's what everybody did. And that was really kind of like the only route that people could take is just to like get the job that's going to provide for the family and, you know, like put your feelings and like what you want aside. And I think what people are really starting to realize now, I think especially after the pandemic is that it's not just about the job anymore. Like, of course we all need to make money. We all need to provide for our families, but people are really starting to look at like, what about the quality of life? And what about how I want to raise my kids? And what about how I want that to look like? Um, I know for me, both of my parents growing up were, they were always working, which was, you know, I, I don't, I'm not mad at them or anything like that, but they, they had jobs that you know, my mom worked sometimes late into the night. And for a good chunk of my childhood, my dad worked night shifts. So during the day he was sleeping. And I remember just like, I don't know if I consciously thought about this, but looking back, I kind of was like, I would see other parents who maybe who's um, like my friends whose moms didn't have to work or who just who had flexibility. Um, And I remember like one time, like, I was sick and I was like, no, you can't call my mom. Like she can't take off work. Um, she has to save that for like really important things. Like I'm not that sick. Like if nobody can come pick me up, like I'll, I'll just go back to class. Um, and I just, you know, like those little things start to sit with you for a while. And then then you think about like when you actually bring humans into the world and you're like, how do I want, how do I want them to feel? And how do I want like our relationship to be? And what do I want that to look like? And so um, I commend you for recognizing that and realizing like, Hey, if this is not, even though it's stable and even though it's a job and even though it pays the bills, like if it's not really what we want for our family, it's okay to look into other options. And the best part about like where you and I sit now that our parents maybe didn't have the ability to do is that we have the internet. Like we have such a powerful thing. I mean, love it or hate it. And it has its good and its bad things, but we have this thing that can create an income and create a business for us that other people haven't had the opportunity for. And so I think we would be silly, I think, especially as moms, but be silly to not try to pursue that. I don't know about you, Hannah, but I'm a person where I'm like, I do not want to get to the end of my life and go like, what if I would have tried that one thing? Mm -hmm. I am such, I'm so of the mindset of like, I I would rather try something and like fall on my face and have it totally fail and be like, well, at least I know now. And I figured that out for myself as opposed to like watching other people doing it and like sitting on the sidelines and wondering, well, what if I would have done this or what if I would have tried that? Do you feel the same way?
1: Yeah, totally. I was already uncomfortable. So why not just change that discomfort into something that could grow into something that would make me happy?
0: Mm -hmm. No, it's so true. It's like, what kind of discomfort do you want? Do you want discomfort in something that's familiar, but doesn't like make you happy at all? Or would you rather have discomfort towards something that could actually make you happy? And is actually maybe, you know, along the way supposed to be the thing that you were meant to be doing. I mean, of course we can all look back and think, well, like shoulda, coulda, woulda, or like, I wish I would have figured this out. Like, of course I look back on that all the time and I'm like, well, I went to college and got my master's and put myself in a ton of student loan debt just to leave my teaching job and do this thing. Like, couldn't I have figured that out sooner that this was what I was going to be? But I think it, you know, all those stepping stones are like pointing you on the right direction. And almost in that moment, it's kind of like, well, you know, I have tried these other things. I have done these other careers or have like done the the quote unquote stable job that everybody says that you should do. Like, why not try something different and see what could potentially come from that?
1: Yes. And that's kind of what led me to switching my business to design too, is like, that's the only thing that every time I looked back was like, I would love to do that. But before I never... I never thought that it was going to bring me money. I never thought that it was going to bring me an income and stability. And, um, once I got my VA business started, I started to realize that I was doing little tasks here and there that were kind of design forward, or even just like while building my own business, I was realizing that I wanted to do design and I could do admin tasks. And I still have a few clients that I love that I adore. Um, that I still work and do admin tasks for but um the design is where my heart is and it's where I really have fun with with things and um I love helping other businesses through that design because it's not necessarily like a skill that everybody has not that people are bad at it or anything like that but it's something that I can take off of somebody's shoulders and um, improve upon ideas and bounce ideas off of them of like what their vision is and um, help them build their brand visually, their, build their brand identity. And just even if they already have one, I I love just creating things for them.
0: Yeah. And I will say like, it's definitely not my strong suit. I really, I, I love, I love looking at design things. And I, I do feel like I can look at things and, and I have I don't, I don't even know if it's a design eye, Hannah, because if you put me, get me into Canva, like it's, it's rough going a little bit. I'm like, I don't always like, I, I can't come up with from scratch, like what looks good together. I can look at something and be like, yeah, I think this is a little bit more visually appealing than this. Um, but you, like the great thing is that you have that background piece and this is something that really lights you up. So, I wanna dive a little bit into this transition that you made um, from just being a VA to really stepping into this branding strategist and helping people um, build their brands. And what I think a lot of people think of when they hear Branding is oh I got to go in and I've got to create my logo and I got to find um, inspiration pictures and I've got to find my colors and my fonts um, which is yes a part of that mm-hmm. but it's not the whole picture and I think it like it probably starts even before you get to what colors and what fonts you're actually going to use for your brand.
1: So for me, I really love to dive deep into business before I even open. Adobe Illustrator or Photoshop or InDesign or anything like that. I want to I want to know everything there is to know about a business. I want to know what I want to know the why, I want to know the who, I want to know what, I want to know everything there is to know so that I can create visual branding that will actually speak to an audience that will actually speak to the target market. Because you can pick colors and fonts and visuals that you enjoy and that's fine and it will do it will do well but when you can nail down the why and who you're speaking to and find what is going to translate well and especially in today's like world of social media like everything is visual and it only takes half a second for somebody to decide if they want to work with somebody on a surface level, or at least inquire and start that process. Somebody goes onto a, an Instagram profile, it takes half a second to decide if they want to even follow or like that that person's work. So the visual aspect of it is important, but you have to find out how to market to your target audience. And that requires a deep dive. And it's probably something yeah. that a lot of business owners haven't even thought about.
0: Right. You're you're 100% right. And I know that like I, well, first of all, before I even starting in business, I had no idea like what even like a, a brand, you know, board or a mood board or any of that, like I had no idea what that was. But like when I started learning about it, like that's what you hear a lot of people talk about, um, which I think is when you're first getting started, like Do you, do you always need to like have everything? Like I'm definitely a firm believer is like done is better than perfect. And so your first iteration of your brand is probably not going to be your last, Mm -hmm. but when you really want to up-level your business and you really want to convey a strong brand message, it's important to take this time to do this work to make sure that not only like visually is it coming across, but like in all, I think it when you have that holistic picture of what your brand is um and even like you said like just speaking it out loud sometimes like those the like the who or the what i know for like a lot of business owners probably just lives in their head and they're like well i just do what i do and and this is why i do it and this you know like they don't actually think about that process that you were talking about so even just like taking the time to sit down and and fill fill that that form out or like think through these questions Can be super eye-opening for obviously both the person who's coming in to do the branding and the design and the visuals and all that part of it. But also probably I would, I would think for the business owner to be like, huh, I've never really thought about this, or I've never really articulated this or put this down into actual thoughts. And then when they do, they're like, oh wow, like I I thought maybe I thought it was this or sometimes too, I'm sure you're probably through the work that you do with your clients, able to pull things out of them that they didn't even realize, or maybe even able to come at it from a different angle of like, have you ever thought about it from this way? And I know just even like bouncing ideas off of people, it's like that, that in and of itself can help to spark some new ideas or just even a different way of thinking about your branding or your mission or what you want um, to convey with your messaging.
1: Yeah. And it totally helps. Um, My clients have even said like, I've never explained this to somebody else before. So going Mm -hmm. through the process with my clients, um, and it's not a a short process. Like this is a, the strategy building is a huge chunk of my, my timeline and my process, but it is so helpful and even insightful for uh, my client's business itself for them to look back through it. And, um, really like hone in on their goals and their target market and even their positioning and their messaging, what they want to convey to their audience. And then, like I said, we we talk about that and we nail down a strategy and a, a list of steps and goals and how to get to those goals. The design process starts after the strategy. Once we have a solid strategy laid out, including a brand promise and messaging and how we're going to position the brand um, then we can design to that target market to the audience and create beautiful visuals that will remain consistent throughout the branding and everything they put out whether it's ads social media stationery that they send to their clients on christmas like anything
0: yeah no it's it's so true like it it's the same thing with like goals or anything that we set for ourselves. Like, oh, I would like to, um, you know, earn this much, or I would like to be at this place in my business, or I would like to lose X amount of pounds before Christmas. Like what, like it goes across, like it's the same across the board as far as like, we would love to just like, yeah, yeah, Hannah, just like design the logo, like get all this stuff for me. Like just do that. And it's like, well, there's a there's something that actually happens has to happen before we get to that like nice shiny thing, which is definitely going to happen, but like there's all these things that we need to do in order to make that happen. Like so, I think it's just our society in general. It's like we would love to be, you know, picked up, we want everything now, and it's like we'd love to be just picked up and placed into that goal, but we realize like there's there's a process and there's something that needs to happen in order to get to that nice shiny thing. Mm-hmm. Um, in order to make it make sense, right? Or to even sustain it. Like, you can't just put, you can't, what's the saying? Like, you can't put the horse before the car. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's like, you have to, (laughs) I feel like I always (laughs) mess that one up. I'm always like saying the the wrong thing, but yeah, it goes across the board, no matter what you want to do, but especially with the branding, it's, it takes some time. It takes some work. It's not an overnight thing. Um, And sure, like you said, you can, like, you can go out and you can get a logo designer, you can pick colors, but It probably after a while, like it won't feel right. It won't feel aligned, and it probably is not going to attract the people that you want to attract because you don't have that clear um, messaging and that clear, just like awareness of what your brand stands for.
1: Yeah, exactly. You can pick a logo, and a, a lot of people they they are looking for logo designers, and I think that it's just not. They don't. A lot of business owners don't realize the strategy behind it, the work that you have to do leading up to it. So when you're looking for a designer, a lot of business owners are like I said they're looking for a lo- someone to create a logo for them, but what are you have to think about what are your goals? Are your goals to grow your business and scale? As a business owner, you have big goals for your business. It's not beneficial to just think about a logo. You can slap a logo on everything, but the strategy behind it and the branding, the whole brand identity as a whole and who you're speaking to is really what's going to get you, you know, the return on investment. It's going to get you easily recognized. It's going to make you stand out in the huge crowd of social media. And even just if you think about like old advertising or because it's not old. But if you put a flyer up at a coffee shop, which one do you want to stand out? Which one do you want people to actually read? If you're speaking to the right people, they're going to listen.
0: Well, I want to dive a little bit into kind of almost like backing up a little bit, but like why you decided to make this transition into branding and design. Um, because you were a student of the prep program and you were doing well, like you were gaining clients, um, but you really wanted to take that next step in your business. Um, you wanted to up level yourself. And so you decided to come into the mastermind when we launched it this past summer. So I want to talk a little bit about like, why did you Decide that the mastermind was that next step for you because I mean, p- you know, looking from the outside, in, you could have probably said, "Well, you know, like my my business is just getting off the ground, or maybe I need a little bit more time before I take this big leap." What was it about the mastermind that you were that you knew it was the next thing that you needed to do?
1: So my VA business was doing great, and I was already overwhelmed. After a couple months, I had um, quite a few clients and I was already getting into that place where I had a lot of work and not a lot of time. I had left my job. I was very happy. I was doing great, and I needed the mastermind to help me through the transition of both scaling and taking my business in the direction it wanted to go, which is the more creative branding strategy and graphic design. Um, I just needed help. I didn't want to do it alone, and I knew that having, having a community and having a group of of other like-minded women who were going through the same thing or similar things in their business would be super helpful to me. In life I'm more of a lone wolf. I have a few very close friends rather than a lot of friends and I knew that I needed something different for my business. I needed to branch out and get more of like a community for my business. And the mastermind has helped me grow my business and has kept me in check to actually make this switch to branding and graphic design, because I don't know if I would have done it when I did, if I didn't have the mastermind. And I'm so glad I did. I think within a month of switching, I already had my first high ticket branding client. I was super excited and and happy that I made that choice to do this. And I'm even continuing on because I have a lot of other goals in my business that I want support with. And it has just been a great place to go, even if I'm just like messaging the group saying, tell me I'm not crazy or tell me I'm crazy and um, (laughs) help me through this or reread this. And um, it's just been a, a great step and a great Investment for my business.
0: Yeah, it was funny. Um, Megan the other day, she had posted something, and she was like, "You all know I'm a little. I can be a little unhinged at times, and can go after crazy goals." And I was like, "You're not unhinged. You're just crazy like the rest of us." <laughs> Which is a good. Like, it's good to have like, like you said yeah. that group of people who who get it. Um, and you were somebody too who like definitely. Um, I think you were a little hesitant to like jump in just because your personality is you know, like you're, you're very different from Melanie, who's a little bit more like outspoken and you're a little bit more introverted, but it's, it's great what that community of people can do to like pull that out of you. Because, um, like it even goes back to like what you were talking at the beginning about like that discomfort, like getting, getting yourself to like, to try new things and to step outside of your comfort zone and to like share, Hey, I'm going through this. Like, is anybody else, you know, feeling this way? or just being able to vent about things having that not be something that just lives as something that's like a burden on you or it feels like this heavy weight and having a place where you know that you can come to and you're not going to get judged or you're not going to get like scolded or you're not going to get somebody saying like well i told you so like of course that was going to happen you have a place where you know you can go to and either people have gone through it they can pick you up they can give you advice and that to me like i I mean, I know like having – you having the coaching and you having that support and you having the roadmap, like that is really great too, but I've seen it with you just like having that community of people who just get it, how much that can really just uplift you and help you to keep going even when you feel like giving up on yourself.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I definitely was uncomfortable coming into it. I, I think I remember telling my husband like what – what the mastermind included. And I was like, Oh, I'm probably never going to participate in Voxer chats (laughs) because I just am like more of a quiet person. Um, but that has not been the case. I've, I definitely, the mastermind has pulled out some of that, that side out of me.
0: Yeah. Awesome. Well, um, for somebody who is thinking about joining the mastermind, like maybe they're in a similar place that you were in, um, but they feel scared about taking that leap. What advice? might you give somebody who's kind of like on the, on the fence or maybe they're like, I don't know, it seems like a lot of money or it seems like, uh, it might not be the right next step for me or I don't know. I, I am introverted or, um, I don't know how, how I do. I don't play nice with others. No, I hope <laughs> you have to play <laughs> nice with others to be, part of the <laughs> it's like environment. um, but yeah, anybody who's just kind of in that, like in between stage, if there's anything that you would share that, um, that you that has helped you uh, to kind of take that leap?
1: Um, Well, first, I would say just do it. Um, But also, if it's something if mastermind is something you're thinking of, that means that you already know that you need something else. Um, If it's already on your mind in the back of your head saying maybe I should do this, then I think you already know that It would be helpful for you. If you're hesitant about joining the mastermind, what else are you going to be hesitant in in your business? So you might as well join the group of girls who are going to give you that push.
0: Yeah. I love it. And I've loved seeing your progress and I'm so excited that we're going to continue to work together and continue to see those wins for you as your business continues to grow. So thank you so much for coming on today and for being open and honest with the audience. I would love for you just to share where people can come connect with you, learn more about what you do. If there's somebody who um, is like, yeah, Hannah, like I kind of need to do that, that back work and really make sure that my brand is um, speaking to what I really wanted to speak to, where can they learn more about you and what you have to offer?
1: Yeah, my um, Instagram handle is Casio Creative Co. And um, I hang out on there a lot. Um, you can always DM me, my DMs are open. Yeah, just feel free. I would love for people to follow me and follow my journey. I'm going to be publishing my website soon. And I think that in 2023, I'm going to have a lot of fun stuff.
0: Awesome. Well, we will link all that up in the show notes. So everybody can come connect with you over there um, and follow along with your journey and all that you are doing in your business. So thanks again, Hannah, for coming on. Thanks, Aubrey. Thank you for choosing to spend some time with me today. I appreciate you so much. If you haven't yet, I would love it if you would leave me a review on iTunes and share this episode in your Instagram stories and tag me. By sharing and reviewing, you can help spread the message so we can reach more entrepreneurs who are ready to scale their business to new heights. I will see you in the next episode.